Kings and Queens, man. Y'all already know how we coming, man. It's your boy, Ja Pat. Family is your boy, B. Mr. Love is Love. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Say. And, and this, this is, is a Still Shop and Still podcast. Yeah, man. We just three brothers from Brooklyn, New York, man. Yeah, we from the towns. And we just build this platform from learning from each other, building from each other, and being a better self today than yesterday. Hold on, no King. You got to get him the spin, though. Nah, I got you, big bro. So I'm sure people heard of... Iron Shop is Iron or Still Shop and Still. Our main goal at Still Shop is Still is just to define the phrase a little bit more and just to expound on black excellence and black victory on all horizons. Make sure y'all rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to hit that like button. Still Shop and Still is not only a podcast, it's a lifestyle. Welcome back. This is your boy, Jock Pat, and we are here at the Still Shop and Still show. Season four, a place where black excellence meet black mediocrity. Talk to black. him. Dude. This is your boy, Mr. Love is Love. Family, yeah. if you didn't do it already, please hit that subscribe button. You know whatever you hit, you know whatever you take from us, you learn and you grow with it. Whatever we take from you, we learn and we grow with it as well. Like, comment, and share, guys. Make sure you guys like, rate, comment, share all of our platforms. Hit that button, hit Merch that coming button. out. Season one, season two, season mm-hmm. three. And I know y'all may look like, who the hell is this person in the middle? This is a powerful sister right here, the art of kindness, Miss Joy herself. Before we even get there, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell the people who you are, friend. Talk hey, about it. Okay, so my name is Joy. Um, I am the founder of Build Black Give Back. Right. Um, I graduated with my bachelor's from St. Joseph's College. Sweet. Okay. Um, and yeah, essentially, my main focus is just to give back to the community and partner with black owned businesses. Right on. Yeah. That's what it's about. That collaboration is so powerful. And that's why we're going to get right into it. Mm-hmm. So, this topic is really going to be about just giving back the art of kindness. And I wanted just to ask you, was there ever a time where you felt like you gave so much out to the universe and you never received it back? Like, yeah. you ain't feel that reciprocity? Because sometimes it's like you could give so much right. yeah. to a person, a place, whatever, and you don't receive it back. Right. Yes. Talk about that. So, essentially, uh, personally, I've always been a person who always was given back. My grandmother mm-hmm. raised me to be that way. Mm. Um, just a little background knowledge. I have Shout to- out to grandma. Woo-woo-woo! Oh, Yes. She actually owns a business, too. Oh, um, yes. Um, but, yeah. So, a little background knowledge is I do have two formerly incarcerated parents. Um, and, essentially, my grandmother raised me from the time that I was six months up until now. Oh, wow. um, but my mother came home when I was 10 and my father he is still in and out of prison um, mm-hmm. and dealing with substance abuse right, so right. Um, my grandmother raised me and she always taught me you give to people even if you don't have you make sure you give to people right, right. Um, so that's just something that was instilled in me but there were times I'd feel like okay well grandma I'm giving to them and they don't have anything to give back to right. us and she's like that isn't what it's about you don't always give to receive right, you know right, what I mean even right. if it's friendships or I'm just giving a person on the street five dollars they may not have anything to give to me, but right. what they don't realize is that you're giving me back your energy, that positive vibe that you're giving to me, and I'm putting mm-hmm. it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that as long as I continue to give, God will give me back. Right, right, so right. even and if I don't see it in my physical or it isn't tangible, I'm giving something back. Right, so, and yeah. just, to, just to interject immediately, um, you're incredible. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're incredible. I got something to say too, but God. First and foremost, I applaud you for just being so um, open to the community and to let them know about, you know, your 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 upbringing and what you went through as far as with your parents and 
how you were able to get a charitable bob from your grandmother and everything is very um admirable you Thank know you. absolutely but like as much as you give back you know we can give back so much yeah. but then it's like how does how do we keep that energy going what are some things that you do to keep that energy going you know because right. we could give back a lot and it could feel tiring yes definitely it feels draining sometimes when you're giving to people who don't know how to receive right. my very first mm. give back um mm. i did it at a mica shelter in brownsville talk about that's it. great and that's my next question like, yeah talk about okay that. so yeah it was my so how bill black give back came to be was i was in a very depressive state um and this was my first time dealing with seasonal depression i'm in mm. college i had no motivation to like go to classes but i pushed myself go to classes go to work and i was just like i need to get this out i need to give back to people somehow absolutely um and i was just like okay Hey, I'm gonna do it. I didn't have like an LLC. I didn't have a 5013 yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't have any of that, but I was just like, okay, I'm gonna put it out there and see like the response I get back. Mm -hmm. You're still I made gonna be resourceful. Yeah, in some way. And I made a flyer um, and I said my goal was to make 200 bags of women's toiletries. Mm -hmm. And I did that. Um, the night before my give back, my best friends and my mom and I, we were in our house making 200 bags, putting pads, tampons. Like the label was there. So, yeah, just making sure that we did that. And when we went into the shelters and gave back, one of the women looked at the bag and she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I was just like, I just spent my time putting these that. bags together. But did that humble you yeah, in a sense? How I did mean, that? Because it seemed like it hit at you. First, yeah, at first it made me feel a type of way. I was like, damn, like I, I really put time into this. I right. was promoting it on my Instagram to make sure that people like gave their money, yeah, you know what I mean? And showed them yeah. the process of me buying these things. And for her to say that, I was like, ah, oh, that, that hurt my feelings. However, I had to get back into why I was doing it. I got so much more positive feedback than I got negative. And that's essentially with anything you do in life. There's always going to be negative. There's always going to be people that don't like what you're doing right. for whatever reason. But right. it's just like, as long as I know my purpose and I understand that this is what God called me to do, uh, you just keep doing it. Right. I, I want to, I and I know you're about to go big, bro, but I want to stay where you was at. Yeah. Yeah, you had to it. realize and reevaluate your why. Yeah. Yo, why gotta be so strong in anything that you do? Because it's gonna be a lot of negative ups and downs. Definitely. But you going back to like why you did something, yeah. and sometimes that can change too. But that foundation gotta be real strong. Right. I wanted to ask you. So you spoke about um, sometimes people don't know how to receive certain things, right? I, Brian, me, me and this guy all the time. We always like do a lot of community outreach, mm -hmm. and even if it's like driving in Brooklyn or Landing Avenue, you see somebody homeless, right? Yeah. You know how sometimes they be asking for like certain bread, whatever. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like one time I had an experience where somebody asked me like, yo, why did you give that person a dollar or five or mm -hmm. a whole $20, right? And it's like, you don't know what they're going to do with it. But it's not really about what they're going to do with it. It's about just you serving your purpose. Exactly. So, so talk about a time where you felt like even if they don't know how to receive it, you still did. Right, right. Uh, I think my parents. Mm. Uh, directly to my parents giving them love um for example i told my mom recently that i felt like in order to make our relationship stronger that i would want her to go to therapy and unpack some things um and giving that to her at first she didn't know how to receive that so right, it right. felt like an attack on her right um, but then i was like okay i took some space back mm -hmm. and then i rehad the conversation with her like you know i need these things in order for our relationship to be better so if I'm able to give you what you need, which is me calling you sometimes and letting you know that I'm okay, I would like you to do that. 
So that's how I feel like me giving back. She may not knew how to receive what I was saying, but I still gave her those tools to help her grow as a person. Right. And and it's amazing that you were able to plant that. Well, have the realization to plant the seed in mommy like that, you know, because at the end of the day, um, it's either we're going to go through it or we're going to grow through it. You know, me and and Big Bro, we we, we say that timelessly on the show. But like, um, help help the community understand if, charitable work can interest a person to be in a more given mode yeah. or just you can be in a in a bad or in a messed up mental space and still want to be in a given mood like how, how, how do you think does that work um personally for me that's what gets me out of that bad mood because i know that there are people who have less than i have and i hear people say well it could be worse it's like are you downplaying my situation like yes it could be worse and i understand that but i'm in this space currently however when i do go to give back to people and i see that they have less than i have and all i'm giving them is maybe socks Mm -hmm. and just some body wash and they're the happiest and their spirit their energy is just like thank you so much so much gratitude and humble i'm like Okay, this is why I'm doing it. You've helped me to realize again my purpose. Your purpose. So, either or, either or, you being in a charitable space or yeah. not, you yeah. know, is just something that anybody can do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like even just walking down the street and giving someone a compliment. I, I was gonna go right. Like there. giving someone right. a compliment. I'm big on telling women like you look beautiful right, today, or right. just a man that you look handsome. That doesn't mean that I want him right. or that I want her. Right. It's just me letting you know that you know I you look you. good today. Yeah. I you see know what? You know what that do? At the end of the day, we all fight our own individual battles. Yeah. yeah I could cool. be having a mental as the. I could be in that space where I could just want to clip somebody, right? Yeah. But if you, if somebody come and tell me like, yo, yo, big bro, black man, I don't know what you got going on, but I like your outfit, you smell, you look, you know, you doing your thing. I salute you for sure. I'll probably stop whatever I done did. Yep. And that's that's life saving in a sense. You feel what I'm saying? So I applaud you to continue to keep that 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 passion and and I wanted to ask you because I feel like me as a person, I'm a natural giver. I love like when my man tell you. If I got a sandwich, you can split the half. I've been like yeah. that since I was young. Listen, listen, listen. Let me cut into the conversation. That's not true. Since high school, this oh. man's been extending yeah. his gratitude. Gra- like, his gratitude makes you look good. Like, it's not, it's about what you do, but how you do certain things. Right, so, right. I wanted to ask, like, I'm a natural giver. For black people, people of African descent, we naturally give, right? But sometimes it may, it may, it may hover and jump a couple generations, a couple people, right? Yeah. Is it a trained skill to give? Or, I mean, is that something, like, natural? Like, is, is it God's gift? Or is that something that can be trained? I think both. So, mm-hmm. essentially, as I said, I felt like it was my purpose. That's something that God called me to do, to give to people. Whether it's give some energy, give some insight, mm-hmm. give a different perspective, mm-hmm. give money, give, a, give give back, you know what I mean? I feel like that's something that comes from God. But as I mentioned in the beginning, my grandmother instilled that in me. So it's something that God called me to do, but my grandmother also instilled it. So I got it double. Some Mm. people, they aren't natural givers. Some people are born selfish. I mean, they don't realize. Have you guys ever seen Beauty and the Beast? Mm. You know, I had a kind of fucked up show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know what's crazy? I just recently watched it. I recently watched it. I don't remember Cinderella. My girl talks to me all the time, say, you don't remember Lion King? So, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's certain classics. No, no don't worries. Guys, <laughs> it's certain classics. Let me tell y'all. So, I just watched this maybe like two weeks ago. So, for the first time. 
so don't feel bad um in the beginning of beauty and the beast though the person who the man who becomes the beast he was a prince right. and a woman came to the castle and offering him a rose and she was like you know and she wasn't the prettiest looking and she was like can i please stay in the castle and he was like no and she was like, you know, like, do not take my looks. Like, don't take them at face value. You know, right. I can give you this rose. And he was like, no. Right. She showed her true self. She was a beautiful being. Right. And she cast him into the beast. He wasn't naturally a giver. So because of that, he turned into a beast. I feel like there are people like that today. They aren't naturally givers because they don't see what they can get back. Right. Which is unfortunate. However, a life event happens and they lose someone or they themselves go through something. They're just like, damn, mm -hmm. I realize that I need to give more. Right. You know what I mean? Because life is so quick. Yeah. So um, that me, can be learned too. So not to cut you off. No, it's fine. Ultimately, after, after she turned him into the beast, was yeah. that a life situation that impacted him to become more of a giver? Yes. How did that play out? Um, so I don't want to give the movie away. I, listen, don't watch it. <laughs> no. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, um, essentially, someone came into his life, which is Belle, right. which is the beauty. She came in and showed him, like, you know, you can be kind. And he gave her a library she loved to read. Mm. Um, and she showed love and compassion to him. And he was just like, okay, I see now. If I give you love and compassion, it will come back to me. And she ended up breaking the spell. Incredible. Yeah. incredible. No, that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I love the play out. I love the play it out. It was cool. I was like, oh, that's a deep movie. It's so it's so I I absolutely gotta applaud you for ha for, for for being able to have a, a reference. Oh, Mind you, you just watched it. I just watched <laughs> Mind it. Mind you, you just watched it, but you immediately had a reference to give the give the community. I definitely gotta applaud you for that, you know, because it definitely correlates with what we're talking about. And yeah. it's crazy how you thought of it, you know? But as far as, you know, just being of impact and providing value to the people, or even just to anybody that you're around, in regards to a non for profit organization, like, um, Help the community understand what approach your organization was looking to specifically yeah, let's talk about the platform. So essentially, Build Black Give Back, as I said, I would use my Instagram, which is Enjoy Her Gorgeous, if you do not follow me, um, spelled correctly. Say it one more time for the people. Add that. At Enjoy Her Gorgeous, E-N-J-O-Y, Her, H-E-R, Gorgeous, G-O-R-G-E-O-U-S. Talk about it. Um, yeah, so essentially, I was just using my personal Instagram and Build Black Give Back's Instagram to put out a flyer and let people know like okay I'm looking for donations however now I'm going on different platforms like this one mm -hmm. uh, I'm going on my best friends podcast and just gearing the way that I interact with people differently yeah. because my yeah. vision has not changed but yeah. I see that the way that we are interacting with social media is changing right. there are reels now we're like watching things and mm -hmm. there are TikToks and so yeah, yeah like there's so many different ways so mm -hmm. I want to change the way that Bill Black Give Back's brand is being put out to yeah. people um and then also having different conversations with other black owned businesses right what is your purpose what is your reason and maybe you guys may not be able to get financial help but you can give a vision perspective. Right. Yeah, yeah you can give a different vision or a different perspective um shout out to house of skills barbershop talk about it yes mm, I, had did a, I think I'm, i think uh he is amazing i, I did a give back with him right before covid at oh, one of wow. the shelters on utica and right. what he did was i gave 
I partnered with Destined for Success also, and um, we gave black black men the bags care packages. Right, right. And they came in and spoke to the men about just what it's like to be a black man and have those conversations. So although we were giving the physical items, these men were able to come in and they were supposed to give haircuts, but because of COVID, we couldn't. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but they right. were able to give a different perspective. And even just that, having this conversation and be able to create that platform for people who are less fortunate than ourselves, it's just like to let them know at any given time, life can turn around for you. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, so, right. But how do you feel like, how do you feel, is it pressure? Like when you collab and like you know as things go on, is it pressure to like to continue to meet your community needs? Because doing that and creating a space for people to come homeless or not, yeah. it's powerful. Definitely. Do you feel the the pressure that you gotta like that responsibility? Definitely. So I was just like thinking to myself, my last give back was the toy drive, which was in December, yeah, and I'm like, we're about to go in March. I'm like, Joe, you have not done anything. Women's mm -hmm. Month is coming mm -hmm. up. But then I also had to think about it. If I'm not in the right mental space, then I can't give anything. Right. If I'm not full then I can't pour into anything yeah, you know right, what I mean right, right. um of course there's pressure on like okay if this is your nonprofit, what are your give backs mm -hmm. however I give back to people every day even the work that I do at my job I'm a health educator so I'm giving back to children letting them know about vaping self-awareness so whether or not my big platform of big Bill Black give back is giving back right. I'm always giving back every day and, and, and I'm, I'm a, before I give it to my brother I just want to say I salute you because like you. I said I'm a natural person I like to give yeah. but when you doing the kind out of your heart all the time like i ran a quote i ran a course of quote and it said if you had the opportunity and i got this from oh, um wonder no i got this from serendipity's okay. podcast and okay. you know this inky johnson they spoke about this specific quote if you have the opportunity to do something right mm -hmm. if you have the opportunity to do what's right or um what's kind what's kind you do what's kind because it's always right right so I feel like when you do anything kind, you do anything with kindness, it's always gonna be right because that's Definitely. that's like coming. It's gonna come back to you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So I I just I just have to bring that out there. Yeah. But I wanted to ask you sometimes, like going back to the to training that mindset, the solutions, right? What kind of solution do you think it it takes to 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 build people that don't have those skills? Like like what do you suggest? Right. Right. Okay, so if someone does not have the mindset to give back, you can't force it upon someone, right? If you aren't a giver, you can't force it. Life is going to do that. Whether you believe in God or not, life is going to have, it has a way of showing us the lessons that we need. So I can be around you guys and say you aren't a natural giver but he is right. you see us naturally going out and doing these give backs and even just doing this giving knowledge to the people but you're like man i don't really want to do that i don't see what i can give back something in life is going to change your perspective right. so we don't have to force it all we have to do is be around you and continue to show you and give you perspective right, right. it will naturally happen on its own we don't mm -hmm. have to be like well brian why don't you just give That's him the five dollars right, right, right. we don't have to do that mm -hmm. it will happen on its own and i'm a firm believer of that right. especially if it's around you if all the people around you are doing this eventually you will start to do it too absolutely it's, 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 yeah. it's the power of gyms, it's, it's the power of you know your surroundings so i, I absolutely agree with that and this will bring it back a little bit gotta applaud you you know Thank commend you. you for the fact that you were able to build as much on um, partnerships that you were able that, that you yeah. were on um, and you know about yourself to. too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of legwork you know and that's that's the sweat equity that she's putting in for her last name thank you you know what i'm saying thank she you. is a motherfucking ceo you know what i'm saying thank but you. 
more more to the story is I wanted to ask you because it could be like my big bro just said it could be difficult working with people as well as just giving back to um the less fortunate. Yes. You know um how can you help the community understand um the difficulties that non for profits go through as far as corruption you know mm. and feeding off of people and not necessarily feeding the people like. Is that is is that a thing? Does that happen? That's what yes. I wanted to ask. That's a good yes. question. Yeah. Yes, that definitely happens. Um, I worked for some organizations or seen some organizations where I will give back something, um, and they'll give it to their to their employees, right. and it hasn't gone to the clients. Right. And my oh, grandmother. Really? Yeah, that happens very commonly. Like yeah. this is why when I do my give backs, I'm very intentional with it. I want to be the one putting it in the client's hands. Um, because that happens a lot of the times, you know right. what I mean? And because they want to meet these numbers, they'll let other nonprofits come in or they'll let these funders come in and then the services aren't being delivered or people aren't really Be passionate impacted. about what's, what they're doing. It's no, just like, really I'm here passionate for a check. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, yes. yeah, you're here for a check, but I want people to always go back to where we came from. I'm, I know I'm from Brooklyn. Mm. I grew up on 53rd between Clarkson and Winthrop. I I guess that's the hood, whatever. I've seen people less fortunate. I've seen people on the block. I've seen people in my family really have to hustle for the things that they want. Right, right. So it's like going back to your foundation and your core. If you know you didn't have it, now that you do, why not help the people who were in your position? Right, right, you know right. what I mean? When we were growing up, we all could appreciate the finer things in life. And whether your parents were able to give it to you or not, you appreciate it and you see those things. You worked hard for them. There are people who may not be able to be in that position or who were in that position in life, unfortunately, switched it around for them. Each one can teach one. Right. Why can't still I just, still. Right. Yeah, still sharp and still. Right. So why can't I give it back to you? You know what I mean? Go back to your core and your foundation. I feel like that definitely helps people. So would you agree, and before I get the floor to my brother, would you agree that a lot of people tend to look, look focus more on getting out of the hood versus coming back to help? Definitely mm. so. Definitely so. That's something that is big, even in um, the media. I, I think, I think, because if I think about that, like that's not the goal. Of course, we don't want to stay in the hood, right? But I feel like if we don't fix the problems in there in the hood, how more people going to get out of it? Right. We have that's to have more feel. of a, a a solid, supportive structure. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. And, and it, that right there, like that right there, always strikes me in terms of coming back to the hood like because you see a lot of people of elite or you know hold at a certain standard mm -hmm. and when you look at just the community needs brooklyn or people what the slums whatever you want to call it it's a necessity there but you don't feel that that presence coming in and then it's like another world of you know they made their money they did what they had to do but you can't get mad at it. you can't like that's their shit. Like, they, yeah. they don't have to do what they have to do. Does that bother you sometimes? Sometimes. I was listening to a song, actually, um, and it was by Meek Mill, and he was saying it was Halo by him and Brett Fias. Right. And he oh, was yeah. saying he wanted to go back and Willie his dirt bag, but he his dirt bike, and he knew that if he went back that he would get shot or, like, someone would try and rob him, and it's his calling to make a way for them. So, essentially, for me, 
when given the opportunity, I always give back to my community. Right, right. And I don't like when people refer to where we came from as black people as the hood. I don't care how bad it is, it shouldn't be the hood because us as black people, we're so powerful, especially when we come back together, you know what I mean? So if I, or when I get the money and I have the chance to give back to my community, I wanna go back and I wanna put things in there to make it less like the hood, you right, know what right, I mean? Right. Make a black owned beauty supply store. When given the chance with my finances, I wanna put black owned businesses in the community mm. because I don't understand why we can live together, but we can't make money together. Yeah, make it more promising instead of, um, cause it's still a location, you know? It's yeah. like, I forgot where I where I got the source from, mm -hmm. the knowledge from, but um, people, people call, I, I believe it was either 19 Keys okay. or, um, What's my, what's my other boy name? You know some of the glasses? Nah, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, I forgot his name. I, yeah, I know you're talking yeah. about. Um, Rizla Islam. Are the 19 Keys or Rizla Islam? You know, he, they were just pretty much um, referring to the hood um, terminology. It's not, yeah, necessarily, we gotta stop that. It's not the hood. It's still a location that was... Um, that has been inhabited by a lot of less fortunate people. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not a hood. So as long as those less fortunate become in a more fortunate situation, then that location would not be called the hood. It exactly. would be called a promising neighborhood. Exactly. Right. Or an up and coming neighborhood. That's what I'm saying. Give me That's some. Give me some. Girl, you good, girl. Give me some. <laughs> That's what gentrification is now. And you know what I'm saying? Like, what if we put in our money as black people, like for example, for places for our young black children to go? When I was growing up, we had Empire Scanner Ring. Right, now that's right, a storage. Right. Like, where are these young black children <laughs> right. supposed I've been to so go? I'm so tight driving on Empire. Yeah, me too. I purposely it's did like not drive on Empire. It's like storage. It's There's no skater rings in New York. There aren't in downtown. If you yeah, think in Brooklyn, about it, in Brooklyn, sorry. Where where do young people have to go? They don't, and that's what I'm saying. It's so important for community um, resources yep. because, like, with community resources, you give people an opportunity and a space for them to connect, or if they're going through anything, just to just let let loose and just unwind. Exactly. And I think it's very important for Black people to come together when it comes to businesses, mm -hmm. building communities, institutions where we can, you know, actually get well educated on the things that we need to get educated on. Yeah. And it's about, I think. Playing field, like like the the word that surrounds all of this is reciprocity. Right. Like, but a lot of factors go into it because I feel like having those examples of certain people, certain leaders, yeah. you need that leadership at the time. And right. I think that's a problem right now when it comes to the black community. And that's us. You know, we are the leaders. We are the ones that's going to go out there. You know, add, continue to add value, yeah. persevere through it. And some some along the line, somebody gonna be like, you know what? I like them, and I. I product be environment and yeah. it's going to just keep going mm -hmm. you know it's important especially this platform that you guys are creating is two black men thank you uh, of course thank you guys for creating that. this platform Absolutely. for other black people to feel comfortable to talk and be inspired right, right. Um, there's a famous quote that I usually post like around black history month and it says black excellence isn't limited to those who go to college um, there is nothing wrong with going to college right. college is great if you choose to go continue However, some of the people that we look up to as black people or of higher power status, they didn't go to college. Jay-Z didn't go to college and he's a whole billionaire. Right. Yo, that right and there like, gave me chills. I'm a, I'm a college graduate in the University of Bridgeport, uh, business, business admin major and everything. And it's like, that's not the only level of excellence. Yeah. And I think that's the whole reason why we came up with our platform. Like, Still Sharp Still is Black Victory. It's collective intelligence, but 
the reason why we say a place with black excellence meet black mediocrity is because we look at these certain peoples of certain superiority yes. when in reality they share the same blood and have the same 24 hours as us yep. and people that consider themselves average no you are excellent as well right. and that's what it's really about like realizing the discovering your own worth and and love for yourself by yourself, Super personally, that's, right. that's, we all got superpowers. I was just, did I say that earlier? Right. I, I think the superpower is that you're yourself. I can't mm. walk in the room and be Jai, you know? Mm. I can't walk in the room right. and be Brian. Right. Right. I can only walk in the room and be Joy, and no right. one and vice versa. No right. one can walk in the room and be me. That is my superpower. Right. The fact that I have the thoughts that I have. You guys can't see my thoughts unless I speak them and articulate them out to you guys. So right. that's the superpower. And, just the, and I know I'm going to let you go, but the super and the beauty of that, is when we all bring our two cents in mm -hmm. of the outcome. Right. Your perspective, mom's perspective, and Brian's perspective, or anyone else, when you collab that. Yeah. That's why I say collective intelligence. Like, each, you go far by yourself, but you go further with people. So that's if true. everybody brings their perspective, you don't know what kind of out That's why black people got to come together. No, for definitely. Sure. For sure. And it's like, uh, I, I definitely fuck with how you highlighted the fact that we don't have to necessarily limit ourselves and go to college yeah, you know like gym. i love the fact that you say that you feel me because like i could relate heavily but just to just to move forward into what i wanted to ask you um how can because it could be very mentally stressful for an individual to not land the job that they wanted to mm -hmm. or not get the degree that they wanted to you know granted times has changed and things has progressed where you don't necessarily need a degree, but a lot of people is still within the schooling system. Yeah, they are academia you know, things. Right? You feel know I me? Mean? So, how can you help the community or just anybody that happens to tap into the steel shop and steel show? How can you let them understand like that's not the end or be all? Like, if you don't feel the need to continue. Um, looking for that specific lane or you don't have that specific interest in them anymore it's a right to yes. you know come back and and, and, re and, and, and um brainstorm what you would like to do and then resurface talk about it talk about it joey so i feel like rejection is divine protection mm. and say that one more time so oh, oh, oh. camera <laughs> rejection is divine protection if it isn't my time for it, it's not going to work. I don't care how much time, energy, whatever I put into it. And that could be relationship, finances, school, whatever it may be. If it's not for me, it will not be for me. Right. If school is not for you and you know that it's not for you, but I want to go and I want to do this business, I want to be an entrepreneur, go and do it. Right. You may learn something from the guy who owns the barbershop where you get your hair cut, more than you learn it from your professor. No, that's exactly what's going to happen because experience is the best teacher anyway. That's a gem. He's been running this barbershop for 50 years, been cutting your father's hair, been cutting your hair. Experience. He's been open. And yeah, he may have had some hard times, may have had some financial struggles, but he's still here. Mm -hmm. Your professor, he may just be teaching what he learned out of a book. Does mm -hmm. he have a business himself? And it's just like he's a lot of He's working for a business. Exactly. He's working for an organization himself. Right. And it's like a lot of times there may be pressure of family and 
I understand that. Um, personally, I did have those pressure too from my grandmother and making sure that she was happy. But right. it goes back to my purpose. If this is something that God is calling me to do or life is calling me to do, I have to do it. Right. I have to just show my grandmother that I'm going to put my end all be all into this and this is going to work. work. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe school beat. didn't work for me, but this is going to work. And when I show you that these are working for me and I'm making money from this, then you'll, you'll get it then. Yo, Joy, you are. An... Shut up. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to ask you. No, because she's amazing. She's incredible. Right, you know I love you, big dog. You know, you know about baby. No, they're great. Still sharp and still. Make sure y'all tune in. Come on, but no, it's just, it's just, the, it's just the, the, the vibe I get from you, and like, and I'm just thinking about your name. Like, you bring so much joy. Like right. that, that was, that was value right there. That was so much wisdom just to give people that understanding that you know. You can do all things. Of course, right, right, through Christ right. who strengthens you. I say that every day. Right, I can right. do anything, all things through Christ who strengthens you. You can do all things, man. Yeah. Let me let me ask you really fast because I know yes. Big Bro got something to say and we about to hit you with something. You know what I'm saying? Still okay. sharp, still love. <laughs> but forgive me. Really fast. Yes. Um, backtracking on what you were saying with this, if this may be an end or bill, you're going to put your all into it. Mm. Yes. Are you referring to no plan B? Or they may like possibly be a plan B, if anything. Like non-negotiable. I think both. Like, for example, um, I wanted to be a child psychologist mm -hmm. because of my experiences with my family. Um, mm -hmm. I, With my mother being formerly incarcerated, I was mm -hmm. like, I love children. I naturally gravitated to them, and I want them to have a safe space. Right. However, when it came time for me to go and apply for, like, grad schools, I was like, mm, I'm not really feeling this right I now. This like, is I not like, it. I like However, I feel my best when I'm doing this, talking about build, mm -hmm. like, get back, or when I'm preparing for a give back you know what I mean and it's just like that's what I'm being called to do right now is that to say that I'll never be a child psychologist no because I love kids when right. I see them I light up mm -hmm. I'm a part-time nanny on the side right. um and as I said I love kids however I'm putting my end all everything into build black give back right now is there another plan b technically yes of being a child psychologist but this is going to work because I said it's going to work right, right, does right, that right, make right. sense no. I'm affirming it I'm manifesting it I'm praying on it so it's going to work is there a plan B? Yeah, maybe to be a psychologist and I can do that too. I think people tend to think like, oh, I'm running out of time. No, tomorrow no, isn't is promised. Yeah, yeah, it's like tomorrow isn't promised and I'm going to give my all today. But however, if I do have tomorrow and God blesses me, God spare my life, I can do both. Especially even if I'm 60, I decide to go back for my master's. We just saw that Pharrell graduated from school. Right. These people are doing it. Yeah. People are doing it at any age. Right. But that's that's the beauty, and I think that's what people get confused about time. Yeah. It's more so like, of course, you have a, a non-negotiable of continuing to level up, build black, give back as much as you can. You're going to shoot for the stars for that, right? Thank you. But the beauty of time and, and life and experiences, yeah. that may could navigate you into something else. You could start doing exactly. and that's the beauty yeah. of, like, no, you're not running out of time. Because in that time... Other opportunities discover itself. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of life. Yes. And I want to, yo, listen, man. I wanted to say I applaud you, but we didn't even go on the way yet. But just for a little halftime. You know what I'm Listen, Joy, you could have been anywhere else, girl. Still sharp and still. We highly appreciate you for oh, making it out here. This is for you. Oh, can I show the people? Please show the people. Show the people. Oh, look at my shirt. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? 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 You only get this if you come on up. Show. Come on. Listen. Thank you, guys. I wanna. We gotta. We gotta continue. We gotta continue this before. Before we anything. Yes. Um. Let's talk about Bill Black Give Back. Like, okay. let's talk about like 
you know, what's next on the menu for, for this year, you know, first, second, third, we in first quarter right now, but, yeah. you know, what's the ultimate goal? Like, talk to them about that passion, that love for it, what it is, like, what's the real behind it? Talk yeah. about that. Okay. Um, so, yes, as I mentioned before, I have two formerly incarcerated parents. Um, one of them who is, so the term MICA stands for Mentally Ill Chemical Abusers. MICA, Mentally Ill Chemically Abusers. Nice. Yes, yeah. yes. And both my parents fit that acronym. Um, and when I give back to people who are in that community or just period, I feel like I'm giving back to my parents. Mm. And I'm giving back to my younger self. You mentioned my name. Um, I have two, we have, I have many cousins with cool names, but I have two cousins who are very close to me, Blessed and Charisma. If you guys watch the shout out to y'all. Blessed um, Charisma. Blessed and Charisma. charisma. Yes. Um, and I feel like there's a reason why we were named those names. When we go out, people are like, are those your real names? And at first I used to be like, yeah, duh. But now I've realized those aren't common everyday names. Right, right, right. And I'm appreciative to the fact that you guys feel the energy that I give out as joy. Mm -hmm. um, I want that to translate and build Black Give Back. The person mm -hmm. that I am, I want that to be what my organization is. And as I said, I've worked for many organizations to where they are not giving their all to the community. And because it's so near and dear to my heart, it's like, okay, how can I be intentional with everything that I'm doing? Talk. So essentially, as I said, I want to start relating to the community on social media in a different way, um, but also making sure that I'm planning give backs that are intentional things that people that they actually need. Because yeah. like I said before, the woman's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Going in and asking them before I do a give back, okay, what is it that your clients need? Right. What do they, you know, what tools do they need? Maybe they need help with resume building. And that's something I'm looking um, into doing resume building with some with some shelters mm -hmm. making sure that they know that someone is there for them if you just need a hotline of somebody to call i'm trying to partner with some um free what are they called psychologists um who have that hotline mm -hmm. just to make sure that they have a safe space or what are those called uh, my mind is slipping I know, right I know, now. I know, what I'm yeah about? i know when you said hotline i remember because yes. i was listening to a podcast yeah, there you go. Yes. I listened to a podcast and pretty much the, the, the guest was saying he was so, and mind you, he's a, I forgot what he, he works on the mental, you know, mm -hmm. he's a mental um, physician, okay. but he was in a bad state of mind. He yeah. caught them, let them know. Um, That's but, a good space to have though. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a good, yeah. It's a good resource to have. He called them, let them know, yeah. but they stayed on the phone with him until mm -hmm. he got home. And even after he got home, they, they, with him. they made oh. their way to his house. And that's and that's and that's what it's about. Yeah. I think I think and that's why it's just about being kind. Like if everybody of course it's not natural for everybody. We all share this on this couch, but if it was more of a a, a soft skill that needs to be taught in school yes. or you know, be taught somewhere, the world would be so much of a better place. Yes. When people do things out of kindness, it just it's just a positive outcome. Absolutely. And I just I just got, before we even get into the Still Shop and Still Love, I just gotta say, um, I applaud you for being able to break your defensive caterpillar. Well, cause at the end of the day, like you said, joy, charisma, and, and blessings. Bless. 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 Yes. Bless or bless? Bless. Bless is not common names, yes. but as you got older, you started realizing that, and it's incredible that how you was able to just embrace it, mm. you know, and not necessarily come off as, as um you know not necessarily shady but just harsh about yeah. it you know because people can can like say some really stupid things yes. you know but like 
I'm happy that you didn't come up harsh and yeah. you were able to just embrace your name more. Yeah, thank you. you. And, and I feel you even more now for the fact that you gave the acronym of Micah. I feel you even more when you said in the survey your organization is near and dear to you because yes. of your parents. Yes. I feel you and thank, so And thank you for your transparency. Yeah. Like, we love you so much for doing that. Right. I want to, yo, when you was talking about the lady that received that and was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. In my head, I, was, I just caught a thought, right? How important it is for community resources for the youth. Yes. You know, we all have necessities, right? Yes. So just, just stay where I'm going with this, right? So you think about the youth, you think about what you can do to provide for them, yes. whether it is a resume building, amazing that you're you know, going to yeah. branch on onto that. Um, financial literacy, which is something that's a necessity to black kids, yes. black youth, right? But when I think about the youth, that's the machine that builds this thing that we call life. But I think we get a problem with sometimes, because, you know, I, let me say this. Every generation, we think that, you know, the the, the, the kids of our generation are like that. Like, right now, mm. of course, you're going to say that, right? Yes. But I seen a Socrates quote, and they were just saying, like, every generation, like, the, basically Socrates was saying, like, the generation that was in front of him was terrible. Mm -hmm. And that was a long time ago. Right. It just shows you that they oh, we always want to say that. So I'm asking you that because do you think... It's an importance to to do you think it's an importance to um create that culture of giving that create that create that culture that we all want for the for the um the elderly like the elders like the adults I think the adults are because we know we always could get misconstrued and say like the youth is not doing this and not doing that but if people like us continue to do what we gotta do then the youth gets older and what they do do it to their children you know right, what I'm right, saying right, so right. How, how you feel about that. Um, so personally, I feel like it can start anywhere in the lineage. It can start with the child. Yeah. It can start with the mother. It can start with the grandmother. You know what I mean? Um, maybe I'll be a grandmother. Well, hopefully I'll be a grandmother, <laughs> a great grandmother, still doing my give backs. But there may be someone who's 90 years old right now and they may have lost their partner to COVID and they just decided, you know what, because I'm doing that, I'm going to start sorry, knitting and giving scarves. Right. I'm seeing that my great grandmother or my grandmother's doing that. I'm going to start doing it. Right. And then I'm going to pass that trade on to my child. So, right. yes, of course, it's important to make sure that the youth are doing it. But the people who are already older, making sure that they're doing it too, holding them accountable. You know what I mean? We aren't children anymore. But how can you give back? And it's like, okay, well, I've, I've given my. You can give back every day. And mm -hmm. as I said before, something as small as a compliment. Right. You know? So, I feel like it's important to make sure that. We continue to have that giving spirit. And if we are around enough people making those networks, it will continue to pass on and seep through other people. Even when you think you aren't making a difference, you are. It's like what's being, what's real is, is always going to be felt. Yes. Mm. Your energy is always felt before it's seen. That's the first thing that comes off when you introduce yourself to people. When you walk in the room, it's your energy. I don't, you don't have to say anything. Once you walk in, you can either change my energy negatively or you can change it positively. Right. And when you change energy positively, it's felt. And people are like, okay, I want to be around that. People are going to gravitate towards you. You have something that everybody wants to see. Right. That's so, a, yo, listen, that's a God's gift to have. To walk yeah. in a room, I tell you this all the time, bro, to walk in a room and change people's how they felt at that moment, that's some superpower, superman shit. To right? command a room. To yeah. command a room. But listen, before we talk about the electricity of joy and your joy, Thank you. still sharper still, we got a game called Let's Rap. Let's do it. Five words. Come on. Okay. Halftime show. That's okay. third quarter. That's Just what we doing. Do I have to rap? Listen, no. you better you can keep do, the boxing you can do round your best. Is it like a spoken 
fucking word. Like, you, can, you, you, can, you can hit it how you hit it. So okay. listen, Still Sharp and Still got a game. It's called Let's Rap for the really people good. that do know and the people that don't know. Yeah. Season four, we got Joy here. Build back, get back. What's up, girl? Show me love. You are incredible. I'm cold. All right. He said, "I'm cold." Bring it in. He said, "Bring it in." But listen, five words. Tell the tell the people what the five words is. All right. So y'all, the words are kind, love, black, intent, and spirit. Try your best. All right. Do I have to wrap it up? Let the beat. Let the beat. Let the beat drop. somebody via social media and then yeah. it's, it's it's felt yeah when you, when you meet them in person yeah. um a lot of people want to start organizations a lot of people want to start something right yeah. we always ask people on this podcast what's more important to start in or the consistency or is it both right what would you tell yourself when you was 18 like what advice 18. would you give yourself in terms Ooh. of like we at right now like if you had to look at your 18 on self yeah. joy <laughs> I know exactly what I would tell her. I would tell her, you are as beautiful as you think you are. Do not, do not downplay yourself. You are as beautiful as you think you are. And that heart that you have, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Continue to be loving, continue to guide yourself, continue to listen. Um, I recently had a spiritual enlightenment um, where I felt like I've really been in touch with my higher self. I've been in alignment. And the way I've been explaining alignment for anyone who doesn't understand what that means is when the person who I am fully is connected with the person I want to be. Right. Uh, or I see myself as envisioning. Right. Um, and I just recently turned 25 on the 25th. Talk oh, about oh, it. Happy belated, oh, girl. Belated. Guys, thank you. I feel Absolutely. like this is my year of alignment. Alignment. So I just want to let my younger self know that you are going to be great. The things that you're doing, the visions that you have, the thoughts that you have, continue giving back to people because that's your passion. Right, so, right. That is your purpose. That is so beautiful. Like, I'm happy that you were able to see another year around the Sun Queen. Thank you. No, absolutely. Happy solar returns. Absolutely. And before we wrap it up, um, I just wanted to ask you, you know, because you said specifically about Micah and yes. the organization and dealing with the mental health of, yes. of individuals. Um, in regards of the way people get incarcerated, yes. you know what I'm saying, and them being released, do you feel like your your do you feel like there will be any counterproductive any any counterproductivity mm -hmm. um, that could possibly happen from your organization just so that you could be 
prepared for it, you know? Mm, um, when you say counterproductivity, do you mean like uh, any harsh feedback that I may get? Or? Harsh feedback. You know, because some people, it's hard to, like you said, sometimes yeah. it's hard to connect yeah. and it's hard for people to receive things. Yeah. But as far as Micah specifically yeah. and, and people just being mentally drained from their incarceration, yeah. do you feel like there's anything negative that can possibly happen? Um, yes. With Micah. Yes, um, I think that it can be assumed that I or the things that I have or I feel that I'm better than and I'm very conscious of what I wear when I do give backs, um, who I bring, the way that these people are articulated. Are you talking down mm -hmm. on the people who we're giving back to? Um, just to make sure that because they have mental illness, you're being gentle with them. Right. I mean, a big person that we see in the media right now is Kanye. Everyone's just like, well, Kanye's crazy. To understand that this person has a mental illness is a different perspective. You have to sit with that and understand that they aren't choosing to act the way that they're acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if you aren't being gentle with them and understanding that at their core, they're just a person. He just came up with his documentary and understanding that these people are just people at their core. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is something that's going on in their brain. They're mentally ill or they're dealing with a mental illness. We aren't putting it on them like, you're ill. Right, I don't like right. to do that to people. That's something that they deal with. Right. And once you're gentle with them and you understand like, okay, you are a person just like I'm a person. You're dealing with something. Maybe the way I'm dealing with it, you don't know how to deal with it. You don't have those tools. Right. So that's why I'm here. Whether it's received or not, eventually they will come back and they'll think back to it like okay that person did say something that struck to me whether right. i just say one word mm -hmm. you know what i mean or whether it doesn't resonate with them maybe something in life as i said will come back and they'll be like wow that's what she meant when she said mm -hmm. that um a great example of this is one of my teachers in high school she gave me the book the four agreements so yeah she gave me the book did the four you put beloved onto it I did. I she did. was like, that's what she said. Oh like, this God. book, the that's four agreements. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> yes. she's coming out of nowhere with yes. new stuff. Oh my God. Yes, I did. Yes. I, oh my gosh. Guys, the four agreements is great. Where's. Is this something for men to read? It's for everyone to read. I'm going to. I'm sorry. You're I'm fine. looking for my phone. My phone will. My, my, the couch will. will it's followed it. Probably. It will follow it. Okay. It's fine. Probably. Oh, it's oh, right there. Okay. So I'm just going to read the four agreements out to you guys and let you know what they like that. Let's get a little snippet. Yeah, Give it to the people. Please. Like, I want everyone to read it. So the first one is be impeccable with your word. The second one is don't take anything personally. Third is don't make assumptions. And fourth is always do your best. And when I was given this book at first, I was, like I said, I was in high school. I was a senior. I'm like, okay, like, it's a self-help book. It's cool. I've always been, like, at my core, someone who is intentional and someone who understands what my superpower is, right? right? As I continue to read this book in different stages in my life, I get something back from that. That's, and that's... I feel like that's what I do for people. Whether I am, they understand or appreciate what I'm giving right now, eventually things will happen in their life and they'll come back to what I've said. And they're like, okay. Because I've had people reach out to me like, wow, you've made an impact on me. And I'm like, we didn't talk in five years. Like, what do you that. mean? I feel that. I feel and that. I think that's something that is going to combat the negativity that may come back from people who are dealing with mentally mental illness or um chemical abuse talk oh my god <laughs> she said she got it she gonna keep learning and be growing yes. listen man just be impeccable but let's finish it yes. over with the four with the four okay. agreements all right let's go again so one is be impeccable with your word two is don't take anything personally 
three is don't make assumptions and four is always do your best you guys can find this book online on amazon it's five dollars it's by dom miguel ruiz really great book i recommend everyone reads it short read only 200 pages and it isn't a story it's just like he's talking to you about your life experiences so, so and tell him what to find you at oh you guys can find me personally at on instagram at enjoy her gorgeous again e-n-j-o-y h-e-r-g-o-r-g-e-o-u-s and my nonprofit. you guys can find build black give back B-U-I-L-D-B-L-A-C-K-G-I-V-E-B-A-C-K. And you guys can find me on Still Sharp and Steel. Sometimes you gotta dumb it down. I had to spill it out. Some people were like, is it big back? And I'm like, oh no, it's build black. Listen, family, class episode, season four. We out of here.